Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. All right. Welcome to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream. This is the one we were supposed to do a couple days ago, but uh, now we're back together a couple days later, and we're here to talk all about workout programming because Tam has getting has been getting this question quite a bit lately, and I've definitely been asked a couple times as well. And it's basically, how long should you follow a workout plan or workout program? So I think the first thing we kind of wanted to talk about was, you know, the difference between like group fitness or classes versus, you know, actually following a plan in the gym. Yeah. So group fitness classes, I tend to change up my classes every single class. Like no two classes are the same. And a big reason for that is entertainment, because I do feel like group fitness classes are a form of entertainment and it is a great way to get moving. It's a good environment to meet new people. It's a great way to learn the fundamentals, the movement, how to perform Mm -hmm. exercises, but it's not a structured plan. It's not a structured workout plan. It's, and it would be really hard for like group fitness to be structured over like X amount of weeks, because a lot of the time you don't have, you know, the same people coming. Right. Yeah. So if you miss, you know, you go on vacation, you miss two weeks of group fitness. Well, then you're, you would be behind everybody else who showed up right so it's really hard for group fitness to be structured and that's why you know Tam, you know said it right is it is just kind of like a fun form of activity to get yourself moving maybe just get yourself out of a slump like say you've fallen off track haven't really been doing anything you know just kind of boost your energy yeah um I kind of view group fitness the same as, you know, say in the summertime, you just want to go for a kayak one night. I kind of view it like the same thing, right? Like it's, it's random, it's fun, and it's activity. Yes. Uh, as far as like building a big juicy booty out of group <laughs> fitness, it's going to be really challenging to do that. Yeah. Um, one of the big things is because the weights aren't heavy enough. Progressive and, overload. It yeah. is very hard to up weights. Um, something that I do, though like to do in my group fitness classes because I'm not I'm not really a group fitness teacher I teach one class and the only reason I started teaching was to break myself out of my whole social anxiety bubble Um, but some things that I like to actually teach people is like how to play with tempo yeah like different kinds of reps different kinds of set schemes because then if they do go into the gym they can apply some of these techniques right? Because when we are limited with the weights, it's like, okay, well, let me start teaching you some things you can use in the gym. Yeah, 100%. I really like that. And just like how to breathe properly, form, how to set things up. Group fitness definitely has a place, but as far as structured programming, um, it's just extra activity. Yeah. And like, let's be honest here. Um, If you want to see like real results, going strictly to group fitness probably not going to get you that. No, I agree. Um, and, but that's not to say like, say you just want to be healthy. Like you just want general health, you know, um, you just want to keep everything going through your years. Like group fitness is great and the environment is great. But you know, if you're looking to lose 10 pounds of body fat or, you know, build more muscle, mm, probably not the place for you. No. 
And that brings me to the next thing is like, how often should you be changing up your workouts? (laughs) Uh, I could go in on this one forever. And, you know, this is going to be one of those, it depends, in a sense, it depends on what your goal is. But for the most part, if something is working, don't freaking change it. Yeah. Um, the thing, the thing with workout programming is sometimes it can seem repetitive, which it is, but that's how we get results and we can keep progressing is by making small little improvements in, you know, what we're doing. Um, like I know there's this big like myth out there, like, oh, you got to confuse your muscles. That's not a thing. Just throw that one out the window, squash it, muscle confusion, is not a thing. You're not going to build more muscle, lose more fat by confusing your muscles, like switching up the exercises. So if a program is working for you, like you are seeing results, there's no need to like completely change it. You can change small little things. And this is typically anybody who's worked with me has, I think, learned this or seen it in my programming. It's kind of the same layout and structure but we might just tweak things like our volume like you know we might add in more sets we might try to add in more reps like play with that or we might even down reps like we might be going into more of like a strength right like three to six rep range instead of eight to 15 or I'll put in a different variation of the same exercise yeah right so like say I programmed squats to start Well, then once that person has built this base strength and stability, well, maybe I'll put in pause squats, right? So same movement, different way of doing it. Yeah, totally. 100%. So even like brand new clients, brand new, never been to the gym before, just learning the fundamentals. You know, we might start with body weight for the first couple of weeks and then add some weight, same movement, same everything. We're just adding dumbbells. And then from the dumbbells, same everything, maybe we'll take it to the Smith machine. And from the Smith machine, we'll take it to the barbell. Like it's slow progress over time and nothing's really changing. No. Just the way we're loading the weight is maybe changing. Exactly. Um, And then when I do switch up programs, I usually only switch up a few exercises. Totally. Like I, it's like you keep your meat and potatoes. Yeah. I think any... Okay, here's the thing. Any good trainer. So I ran into this um, a recent client that I just brought on. When I met with her, she was telling me about the program she was currently following from a trainer. And when she told me the layout, it was different every week. So one week, they'd be doing strength in like the three to six rep range, like just trying to go as heavy as you can. The next week, it would be Tabata. And as soon as, as she's saying this, I'm like, oh my God, right? Like, and it was no wonder she wasn't seeing the results she wanted Mm -hmm. because it was just so random. Nothing was the same. There was no way you could progress because you're going from Tabata, which is high intensity to trying to build strength in a week. Like, no, give me a break. And um, I get that, yeah, that's obviously more interesting and maybe it's fun, but it will not get you the results that you want. I'm sorry. Like I'm going to squash that right now. Yeah. And the workouts that you do at home versus the workouts that you do in the gym are going to be a little bit different. Uh, But there's no need to completely 
switch up your training style from week to week. No. And so for myself, as the light goes out, um, when I program for clients, I give them like the whole layout of, you know, it could be like six months, eight months, three months, whatever. And I will cycle through different phases of workout programming. And each phase has a, like an outcome that we are working to. And those phases vary in length. So just like, for example, everybody that trains with me, they will start in a what's called a GPP phase. It's general physical preparation. That phase, depending on the person, can last four to eight weeks. Yeah. And that just depends where you are in your fitness journey, right? Like brand new, you might be closer to eight weeks. You know, a little bit more intermediate to advanced, probably on the end, like four weeks. And then after that, the next phase, you know, we could be in that one for eight to 12 weeks. Um, some of the guys that I work with that are in the hypertrophy, like trying to put on size and mass, they're in the same phase. Could be for 20 weeks, yeah. like 20, 24 weeks. And it's because we're just changing small variables, but the exercises, everything stays the same. We're just playing around with either load, volume, or, you know, those little tweaks where we might just switch out one or two exercises. But that's going to yield the best results. Yeah. And then how do you know if it's working for you? Um, that's another thing. Hitting PRs consistently. Like, at first, that's going to be easy. You'll get, P like, lots of PRs. Six PRs, eight PRs, whatever it is. And then as the time goes on, they're going to become a little bit harder to hit. So you might go a week or two without hitting any PRs and then, you know, you get one or two. So if you are plateauing for a long period of time, a couple of weeks, that's when I would look at maybe changing up the program a little bit. And I think you also got to ask yourself, though, like, what is the goal of the program? Right. Like, so PRs, for example, to me, that would indicate more strength. Yeah. Right. Like. You know, you're trying to get stronger. So if you're PRing or, you know, you're increasing the weight or even increasing the number of reps you're doing each week, that is progress. So clearly that um, program is working. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're on something that's like superset and you're trying to lose body fat, are your inches changing? Are you taking photos and are you, is your body changing? If it's not, then something's off. And two with this, though, you got to be careful because it might not be the program that's not working. It might be you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And I'm going to let's like real truth here for a second. Right. So the program could be maybe a really well built program and maybe it should be yielding the results that you want. But maybe you are not working hard enough. So I think we run into this a lot of the time, you know, like you just, you're not training as hard as you think you're training, right? Or maybe your nutrition is just totally whack. And, um, you know, that's just completely stalling you. So you also kind of got to ask yourself, is it the program or is it me? Is there something that I'm not doing correctly? Yeah. And another thing I do get is that like, oh, well, I get bored. Well, too bad. That's what I have to say with that. Too bad. Find ways to make it interesting. Psych yourself up. Get into the proper mindset because uh, it's not always going to be fun. 
No. Like sometimes it's work. Well, and like I told people, like with the GPP phase that I put people through, I warned them. I'm like, this is kind of basic. I was like, but what it does is it builds the foundation for continued progression, right? Like, I will not lie. It is very basic. The programming is kind of boring, but it is going to help you in the long run. So sometimes, you know, you got to do the boring work to get the great results in the end, just like with any endeavor, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's business, your fitness journey, your career, like freaking relationships. <laughs> There's boring work that has to be put in to yield those better results down the road. Yeah. That being said, you should not stick to the same workout for years because I've seen this in the gym. I know that this happens. You kind of get it within your comfort zone. You stick to what you know, and then you don't change a thing. But nothing changes if you don't change also. so That's true. It is helpful to get some guidance, to get a second opinion if you're kind of stuck and you don't know what's what's up and why you've plateaued. Um, but trust the process. Like, mm-hmm. That's like one of the biggest things. You really have to trust the process. And if you have hired a coach, you need to trust the coach. Yeah. Like I think I've run into this lately with um, kind of going into the online you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't think this person fully, you know, trust me, right? Because yeah. they're always asking, you know, just questions that I'm like, hey, I already explained this. And maybe that's on me. I will fully admit it could be on me. Like, maybe I didn't explain it well enough. But, you know, if you're going to invest in a coach, one, do your research first and make sure this person actually aligns with you. Cause yeah. I think that's another issue, right? Like the person you hire, maybe you hired them because they have abs, but maybe they don't actually align with you. Um, so you got to make sure that they align with you because if you don't trust them again, you're not going to get the results that you want. Yeah. And then speaking of abs, this one comes up a lot is, um, can we add more ab exercises to my programming? Because I really want to work on my core. I really want to get rid of that spare tire. Okay, so I want to just, like, stop you for a minute there because I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> okay. But, so there's a difference between your core. People get these two mixed up. There's a difference between your core and your actual six-pack abs. Yeah. And when most people say core, they're talking about your six-pack abs. Like, you want a six-pack, right? Yeah. Those, and I, yeah, I already know where we're going with this conversation. Those, you have to train like any other muscle. You know, you got to progressively overload them. You got to add weight type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Your core is basically like all the musculature kind of in that mid section. Like it includes your back muscles, like your mid back muscles, your, you know, like everything in there. I don't need to get into the science of it. Yeah, so I had this question last week, and I looked at the person's workout programming, and there was pull-ups, heavy squats, we had deadlifts, we had all the good stuff in there, and I'm like, you're not missing any core out of of this workout. Like, it's all there. Trust the process. Trust your trainer. We got you 100%. Exactly. So when, like, like I said before, a good coach or someone who's been in the industry like us for a while is going to know how to program, you know, for your core per se, because it's not just your six pack abs. I'm sure we will, both of us would add in a couple exercises, 
but you don't need to do a whole workout targeting your rectus abdominis. No, that's not going to help you lose your spare tire. No, not at all. You like Tam said, you need to be doing the um the squats, the deadlifts, the rows. Yeah, <laughs> like the compound the exercises, the pushes, the pushes, overhead presses. That's going to contribute to your core or your spare tire. You know, and then there might be one to three exercises in there. Like personally, I have like maybe one to three exercises that target the abdominal muscles directly. So it's usually some kind of like side plank or rotation. Actually, it's going to be like a side plank, a rotation exercise, and then one that literally just targets like right down the middle. Yeah. That's all you need. Trust me. That's that's true. Um, Yeah, so how often should you change up your programming? Not every week, for sure. Um, I wouldn't even say, like, every month. (laughs) Yeah. Just stay in it. Stay in it for a while, and you would be... It's like anything, right? The more consistent you are, the better you're going to get. Yeah, and also, like, depending on whether or not you're trying to add muscle mass or lose body fat... The workouts don't change that much. It's mostly your nutrition that's going to change. Exactly. Like we said, maybe it's not the workout program that's the problem. Yeah. It could be could be something else, guys. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you have hired a coach and the coach is quite knowledgeable, trust the coach. That's why you've hired the coach. Yes. If you're going to make an investment, trust the person. Yeah. 100%. So... Hopefully you guys got some value from this. If you have any more questions, make sure you drop us a note and we'll answer them on the podcast. And thank us for tuning in, you guys. And remember, check out our YouTube <laughs> RTD channel. Have All the right. best day of your entire life and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. If you would like to learn more about workout programming, nutritional strategies, and mindset hacks to take your training to the next level, make sure to join the chat on Facebook. Muscle building advice, secrets to strength, growth, and definition, and train with Tam's Fit Squad. We'll catch you next time.